What's going on, guys? Welcome to Rule Zero. I am your host, Paul Bauer. Be sure to, oh, where is this at? Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications. We got to do the whole podcast thing. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> well, you don't have I, to. You I, don't I have do. to do that. Do. All right. I do. I do. Uh, and then uh, please, please, guys, sound off in the comments because that helps. That helps the show go by much smoother. And please, for the love of God, don't be stingy on Super Chats. Okay. What's going on, Cappy? This it's is just, it. It's just us today. This is going to be the best Rule Zero ever. I, I I swear to God, it's the topic, though. You know, it's like you talk you think? about. I think so. It's like you talk about rural America. I think most of the guys on the panel live in big cities. They're like, what? Eh, I don't have anything to say about this. You know, they, there must some of them must have lived in a rural area. I mean, I was almost compelled because I've lived in enough rural areas to to provide my insight, but I. Fitch hasn't always lived in San Francisco. They must have, some of them must have been in flyover country. They, they, I think they still probably lived in suburbs and stuff. I'm assuming though. No. I don't know. Uh, if they showed up, uh, we could find, <laughs> we could find well, out. I was, I was kind of curious about this. I know we talked about it at dinner, but were you serious? Did you actually write a dating guide already? Cause you had your book that just came out and you already wrote a dating book on dating and flyover country. Of course. Of course. course. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got about it's got about five hours worth of lectures. There's nine modules with it, and it's already it, it's it's up, it's up, it's out. Oh wow, okay, yeah, man, right. I'm efficient. Okay, I get to yes, I get to work. Are. I just put my nose to the grindstone. Oh, wow. I start recording, but I had this idea for for a year now because a lot of people uh, wanted to know you know they wanted to know more about my. Uh, technique on on finding women out in cow country because that's what i had to do because mm -hmm. it's, it's really difficult there's you're in a widely dispersed area a lot of the times you go to the local watering holes all you find are cows there you know <laughs> <laughs> so, so i was like no it's true it's true so it's, like, so it's like how how do you meet uh attractive women out here because a lot of them aren't on the dating apps and so it's like but but you can't go out cold approaching so what do you do? Right. Right. Well, then and then, you know, your special needs because you're Navy. So that's an added hurdle that you Navy guys got. I mean, that's right. Oh, my God. Nuke. Oh, Nuke's here. Oh, geez. Oh, hi, Nuke. Cheers. What's going on, man? Speaking of special needs, Navy. What's up, guys. What's up, Paul? What's up man? Hey, so <laughs> Nuke, you live in of all the needs. You are way echoey, Nuke. You sure yeah, you got your sure. microphone plugged in? You're yeah, echoey. You Check check which mic is uh, set in. Uh, hold on, let me check here. that. I know you're in nuclear reactors. Yeah. So, but yeah, and and so one of the things I I I I heard Rolo say once is that uh, red pills for everyone. It's not just for guys in Miami and L.A. and in Las Vegas and New York or whatever. It is for country folk too. And so I was like, well, let's let's make a course for guys. In the country, because a lot of the times you uh, you say, hey, man, I live out in a rural area. It's hard to meet women. I can't go cold approaching. I can't. There's no social circles out here or the one. Mm -hmm. If you do join a social circle, they're all old people or whatever. <laughs> so so it's like, how do I meet women? A lot of dating coaches go, well, bro, I'm sorry. You're just going to have to move to a big city. And I'm like, no, no, you don't. OK, there are hot cowgirls out here. <laughs> <laughs> like you just you just gotta you yes. just get there's a there's a there's a method to the madness so i i wanted to uh at least do an episode about it today and if you guys take the course cool if not fine um we just won't be on speaking terms but um <laughs> <laughs> we just well, be what, uh, enemies. What, uh, no, 
do you uh well i guess i'd have a question for both of you but have uh have you any data that what's the data that informed was it just your experiences living out in the middle of colorado were you living elsewhere that was rural uh i'm kind of curious like you are right it depends very much where you live like if you're in around a medium-sized town even you're going to be okay but if you are in bfe america what yeah what do you do because that's where you are right yeah and that and that was my my experience so that so that's it wasn't any data it was just personal experience after Mm. the divorce getting back out in the dating circuit and i do live out in bfe um if, if you guys don't know i live there's a town called delta which is a, a kind of a small town it may be a less than medium-sized town two, two u.s highways not interstates it, it just intersects at what 550 and something else it's not that big of a town i've been through there a handful of times yeah you'll blink if you miss it and and i live just north of that so it's even even in a smaller area and uh and largely this this corridor i live in is a is a retirement area and it's like, well, if I if I took the the advice of a lot of dating coaches, which is to move to a bigger city, I would lose custody of my kids. So I, it was it was not an option for me. So I had to figure out how to make this work. So that's that's really what the course is geared toward, because it, it's it, not everybody can just pick up and move, you know, the, no. for whatever reason. So. Um, so, yeah, that w- it was based on my personal experience. It, but when I was a kid, I grew up in a town called Conifer, which is equally small i don't know if you've ever been to Conifer. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> exactly well you uh have you ever seen south park yeah of course okay so south park uh trey parker the uh one of the original creators of south park he went to my junior high school he graduated from my high school south park the cartoon is based off of conifer where i grew conifer. up conifer and evergreen yeah oh my god and so uh, like there's a there's a hot dog stand episode and it, and moves in with the hot dog stand that hot dog stand used to be in aspen park which is a part of conifer and so it's a real place and and so that's that's the area i grew up in but when i was a teenager there was no dating apps you, my friends and yeah. i we, we would all go and, and hang out down at safeway and that's where everyone hung out right everyone was more social when there was no social media no internet and stuff right so it, most people would, would be out and about and it was a little did bit you, when you got your driver's license did you guys drive up and down main street there was no main street. In- wow. Okay. <laughs> there was no main street, but, but what my friends and I would do is most of the time we would get in our cars and drive down to Denver to meet chicks. So we still mm. had to go to the nearest biggest city, which was about an hour away, you know, um, which is very similar to this here. But the thing is like, if I go to the mall now, if I go to the mall, which is what we, we was a kids, right? We go to the mall yeah. and cruise for chicks. And, and that's the thing. I go to the mall now. It's, there's all fat people at the mall at Grand Junction. It's like w- there's no hot chicks here. There's no day gaming. It's just not an option out here. So mm-hmm. um, that was just my personal experience uh, at post divorce. So I wanted to, you know, make the course based on my strategy and how I uh, how I overcame that. So, Nuke, do you have any experience living in small towns? Or are you usually in a metro area? Uh, well, I was living in Beaumont, Texas during the pandemic. I was working okay, that's in what? Uh, it's the oil. east of Houston. Yeah, it's about an hour okay. and twenty minutes east of Houston, and mm. there was no. It was the pandemic, right? Um, mm. But it was a hundred thousand 
people. I don't know if that counts as a small town, but no, that's that's <laughs> that's a metro. That's <laughs> so just just a, for yeah. perspective. Uh, so Cedar Edge, which is the town north of me, population six thousand. There's six thousand people there. Yeah. <laughs> that's a neighborhood here in Dallas. That's like a a gated community here in Dallas. Yeah, right. That's one neighborhood. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit, man, I can't see new here. Let's move back to this layout. I like that better. All yeah. right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so, so Aaron, you've, you, well, right now you're, you're down in, in the Southern command in Vegas, a little bit, a little bit of a, a yeah, bigger right. area and stuff like that, but half the year you're up in cow country yeah. up in South Dakota. Uh-huh. And then you also spent a lot of time in Wyoming. Why don't you tell us your experiences in in those rural areas yeah so um it it is a complete game changer you are not in the same environment obviously because of population most people live in the cities or the suburbs you take cities and suburbs it's like 85 percent of your population uh and it is it is definitely a different ball of wax i'll, I'll just perfect come out and say perfectly clearly rural women are uglier and there might be as many women but they are not good looking women and the other problem you probably ran into this over in conifer is after you date a little bit you've dated if you date three girls you've dated probably all the girls that you're going to date in that area i remember one time going from uh, milwaukee uh my junior year in high school we moved to a town in the middle of nowhere wisconsin where the town had as many 2,000 people lived in that town. That was my high school. And so I went from this big-ass high school to this rink-a-dink school. And by that time, people had dated one another two times already. You had you had gone through the supply of attractive young women. And then you just add on top of it, a lot of these people never leave. Uh, a lot, most, a lot of the girls, if they're decent looking at all, they go to the big city to go to college. So that further takes away, uh, women from the local dating population and it's a drought. So if you grew up there, you likely already dated everyone that you're going to date. What girls do have some kind of ambition or reasonably attractive or thinner, um, to, to nail down to one variable are going to go into the, into the, the city. Very few of them come back and you are, if it's like slag, you know, you, you like you have a, a smelting process and you got to get all the impurities out of the iron ore. You got slag. I'm not joking. It's slag. That's what you're stuck with. And so when I was in Wyoming in particular, uh, what it, it, it's Casper alone, Casper, Wyoming, which is a sizable town. It's like 60,000 people, but I'll give you an example of what you're facing. Uh, the Trona County high school. That's the high school in Casper. They say, I never looked it up to verify it, but they said about half these girls got pregnant by the time they graduated. Classic trailer trash environment. Uh, Meth and drugs running rampant. And if you saw a good looking gal, she was either a tourist coming through town or was like a traveling nurse, somebody not from there, and they'd be gone uh, within a year or two when their contract was up. Also the culture. You're talking farming, mining, uh, more modernly, welfare, meth. Uh, these women are at best girthy, 
and bailing hay. You hope because <laughs> yeah. got a job. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not joking. I'm absolutely not joking. You think North Dakota woman? You don't think some thin, svelte Miami girl? It's Gertrude, and she will yeah. pick. You know, she would she would use Nuke as a little teddy bear and grab him and drag <laughs> him off to bed. Uh, these are not attractive women. Uh, and so you're going to deal with a lot of single moms, a lot of trailer trash culture. There's nothing to do. Uh, so you're, there might be one. Oh, and by the way, if you are a good looking woman, she's the big fish in the little pond and she mm -hmm. is going to want to have nothing to do with you. So it is very, very, very much an uphill battle, uh, for men to find a, a reasonably attractive woman in the rural areas. So. And, that, and that's that's what I observe. I have other research and data I could tell you about, but that that doesn't come from uh, living in those in those towns. But the women are ugly. They're frumpy. They're large. They're girthy. Uh, they have some other man's kids. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's a uh, it's about the second worst pool or pond you could fish in for a woman. Yeah, it, it, when you talk about girthy, um, I'll play it. I'll, I'll play it at <laughs> the like end. Just like that word so much. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. So I'll, I'll play it at the end. Um, I don't. I don't want to, you know, interrupt the show for it. But I'm going to play a commercial to play us out today for the course. And in the in the thing, uh, I have, you know, you've even tried farmers only, but you've only found cows. Because I swear to God, <laughs> I've been on farmers only, and literally the the women, you have. Oh yeah, yeah. Because so. Well, so that's most the, dating apps too. Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, Everyone's no, 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 no. But you, in this country. So you go on you go on Tinder out here, right? Yeah. And there's going to be like I'd say seventy five percent of the chicks are going to be ugly, disgusting, fat pigs. Okay, <laughs> but twenty five percent or maybe maybe ten percent are going to be meh, you know. And then there's going to be like a very small percentage of good looking chicks. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh. So what you have to do is you have to basically be on all the dating apps. You have to be on all of them because not all the chicks are on the same dating app. Some have this perception out here that Tinder is only for hookups, so they won't go on Tinder, but they'll be on Bumble or they'll be on, you know, uh, there was very little women on Hinge, but there was occasionally chicks on Hinge and they were all cute on Hinge. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so I realized, man, I need to cast a wide net here and be on all the apps. And so I, signed up for all the different apps and one of them was farmers only i was like okay well i mean it's supposed to be for country gals like maybe i'll find a cute farmer's daughter on here no no you find you find very hardy you know uh very like you said girth calorically you know, dense they, they've got to be able to, they got to be able to lift those hay bales you know yeah, those hay bales strong humans. hands they got god strong hand good grip strength right yeah. right they got a lot of callus from all the milking and shit you know like yeah. they they, they're, uh, they're they're Helgas. They're they're Helgas and Gertrudes. <laughs> let's just say they they've lived a hard life. You know, it's very you know it's out in the prairie. They're fighting the yeah. Indians out here still. Sure, so, sure. <laughs> so yeah. So on farmers only, all the chicks are are gross. Like they're so I was like, <laughs> no, this is the it's the one app where I'm like, this is absolutely a non-starter for me. So, uh, but they're, they're, I got a question. I hang on yeah. before you. Don't you have to be a farmer to go on farmers only? No, no, oh, that's yeah. the beauty of you don't even there's, have to be a farmer. <laughs> there's niche, there's niche uh, dating apps. There's like the one that's only for his Hispanic people, and it's called that's Chispa. You don't have to be, yeah, you don't have to be Hispanic. <laughs> there's there's black people meet. You don't have to be black. Um, the only ones that are Jude very discriminatory, yeah, the only ones are that are really discriminatory is Raya, where you have to you have to get invited in by because it's like for celebrities and high status people to date. Oh. 
So there you, you'll have like football players and report TV reporters and people have a very public image. So they can just hop on whatever dating app because of their image or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, you don't, you don't need, um, they don't, they don't check. So, Hey, how, how big's your farm or what, what do you, you know, what yeah, you how farm? many acres like, you got or something? Yeah. Like you need right. to verify. Can you send us a picture of your farm before you get on farmers only? <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, uh, farm chicks though, there, there was a, a chick that, um, you know, I went out with a couple of times during the pandemic she, and she, and when I say went out, she was, uh, very afraid of the pandemic at the time. Mm -hmm. And so basically, uh, you know, I just would go over to her farm, right? <laughs> go hang out with her. And she was like, a, she was a chick that decided she wanted to, you know, live off grid, kind of, you know, be more self-sustainable and have her own farm, grow her own food, that sort of thing. But she was cute as hell, but she basically had this giant ass farm that she, it's, she was basically looking for a, for a, for a ranch hand. That's what she was looking for. She uh. wasn't really looking for any dating. So I, you know, I cut that, that loose pretty quick, but yeah. Um, but she's yeah, that's the, the kind of she's for the cornfields. <laughs> yeah, she's for the cornfield. She's for the hay bales. <laughs> um, I would say for guys that are, are in this situation that you're describing, Paul, also flexibility. Um, you know, you may you may like if you have uh dating apps, um, you have that feature where you can move your location or you know, look in another location. And the cool thing about Tinder is that when you move to that location, it shows you the hottest chicks first. Right, the travel mode. So, like, let's say you're living in um, BFE and you want to go to BF something somewhere else. Uh, you you change your location, and at least for probably 30 minutes, you get shown the hottest girls in that area because they're that's just the way the Tinder algorithm works. And and it works here in the city too because like when I go to the county next door, like I'm driving for work, and maybe uh, I'd open my Tinder uh, app in the past, and I'd be like, oh, these girls are really hot. And then I realize. Oh, you know, I'm in a different county, so Tinder's like picking up on that and wants is showing me the hottest girls in that particular area. So, yeah, it's just like flexibility. And like, if if a girl's hot and she's in your and like and things are going off, I guess you'll ha you have to drive right like 30 minutes to go see her. And that's just you know you live in a in a non dense area, so you know you got to be a little bit more flexible when it comes to this stuff. In the yeah, country. which I which I address in the course. I have a module yeah. on uh, knowing what you're <laughs> knowing what your limits are. Hey, look at yeah. that. There's a book right there. What book, what book you got there, Thor? I've seen that book before. Oh, oh. Look at that. That's a that's a special edition right there. Yeah, um, that's the most American cover, red pill cover I've ever seen. It's so American. Yes. I love it. The look I have when he has a special edition book. Yeah. Oh. Well, tell me more, Paul Bauer. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about the book today, but god damn it, get the book on Amazon. Um, so 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 yeah, so Nuke, I, I see you posting on twitter a lot where you talk about how how tinder's uh, a, a buffer for rejection if, if just reading that face value i'd be like oh nukes anti-tinder but that's not true you're on tinder you're on all the dating apps right well, yeah not I'm all on, has fun on, t on t yeah uh <laughs> well i'm on facebook dating which is underrated people don't use that one or don't talk about that one um i'm on tinder hinge and then bumble i don't really have much success but chispa like the hispanic one because I live in a city where there's a lot of Hispanic people, you know, Texas. So um, I would say the best one, the one with the most non-crazy women is Hinge because women there tend to be more, they, they're more grounded in reality because they they, it shows their career, where they're from and all that stuff. So at least, you know, like if you're dealing with a nurse or a government worker, kind of like their personality and stuff. Um, 
God sure bless those nurses. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Cappy has a lot to say about that. I'm, um, I'm generally pro nurse. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Well, when I when I when I what I mean by that is that the Christ Pill Bros. Um, not to get too uh, Rolo Tomasi up in here, but the Christ Pill Bros. What they're doing is it's all intersexual competition, right? They think that if they they all double down together and you know denounce the red pill degeneracy guys that they'll have more chance with the good women and we'll stop licking the ice cream and then they can have women for themselves you know like and they use the the kind of kind of like the biblical pretense um as like their hey this is what it's supposed to be you're not supposed to be degenerate you're supposed to have one wife and and have kids and all that while everyone else is like you know it's just like everyone put a bucket on your head you know um and follow me and that's just you know when in reality, if they just went out and, and tried a little bit and, and dated and maybe, you know, I don't think Jesus would be mad that you're you're putting making yourself your own point of origin and throwing girls them? out that are on, on your program, right? Um, so they use that instead of going out and getting rejected and realize they're like, no, I'm going to be righteous and I'm going to get uh, the right girl as long as I, you know, I'm biblical because uh, the Bible is a better dating guide than whatever i whatever you guys have to offer so what, so, uh, what are you yeah. i'm confused are you saying that there might be this delusion that if you go into the countryside there's going to be a girl in a sundress running through some wheat fields with the sun setting behind her and that somehow because of selection bias it'd be easier or better success something like that yeah that. maybe not as not as visceral and like clear cut as that but there is this thing that if you if you don't sleep with women you'll get a better woman and i don't know how we got here oh that i don't know no. Oh, that's got. retarded. Yeah. No. That's, yeah. That's, that's basically what they're saying. That's exactly what they're saying. They just use paragraphs and six paragraphs to explain. I'm like, no, you're saying <laughs> if you sleep with less women, you'll get a better woman. I'm like, that's not how it works. You have to, I, you have to, you know. I, I don't think it could be stated enough uh, because this, can, uh, it, it would apply to the perception people have of rural women. It would be kind of the same as Christian date or what's the one e-harmony where oh they're Christian. So positive <laughs> attributes, X, Y, and Z. Oh, they're from the countryside, positive aspects, X, Y, and Z. I cannot emphasize enough in both of those cases, whether it's Christian dating or rural oh. dating, you know, farmers only or not, these women are not high quality. You have to go to these places to see them. And, and yeah. I mean, go. Go to, um, I'm trying to think, go to Omaha, Nebraska, go to liberal Kansas, and you go, look, it, it, your choice is fat, girthy women, like we said before, or single moms. That it, this, this idea of it's still little house on the prairie, just as it's like, oh, Christian girls are just so sweet and nice. No, that's long gone. That, that shit is at least 40 years ago. They so have TikTok too. They have TikTok. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my the first girl I ever dated, my, my first country girl, I found out after six months she had an OnlyFans and she was living in the country. Mm. So it's like, oh, I learned my lesson. Like all girls um are have all you treat all guns as loaded, you know, and you kind of judge them not on what they say they are, but what they do. So yeah, yeah. Thor, you ever yes, sir. you ever live out in uh rural areas or have you always lived sort of you know in does bumfuck larger egypt count? does what bumfuck egypt yes yeah i mean yes <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm firmly centered, right in bumfuck egypt deep in the heart of the mojave desert here in california with our glorious leader you know um gavin nusay dung 
<laughs> what's the? I mean, what's the population there? The population where I'm at in my city is about twenty thousand. Across the Victor Valley, which is loosely where I'm at, is about three hundred thousand. Uh, okay. When I was growing up here, though, for the last twenty years, it hovered right around a hundred thousand. Three separate cities, yeah, or four. Let me see what's the population of Grand Junction, Colorado. That's the nearest big, big city. Grand Junction is, yeah. See, I think what we ought to also do, because there's so many people, especially <laughs> younger guys who maybe haven't traveled as much, Yeah, there's small, really rink-a-dink, no-name towns. Like, if you want to look at a no-name town, go look up Thermopolis, Wyoming. Okay, and then look at the map. Thermopolis, Wyoming. Thermopolis, Wyoming. And that is even a big town for Wyoming because there's an electric, there's a, a signal, a light signal. Um, and then there's like where Thor lives, which it's it's not downtown Los Angeles. It's not even necessarily a suburb, but there's regional towns like a Duluth, Minnesota. Right. Or um, I'm trying to think of something like uh, like Grand Junction, where it's a town of, say, 55 to 100,000 and 66,000 Six, yeah right so it's not this isn't a, a, a two-horse town it, it you it really helps i know this is going to sound odd but it helps to use the walmart metric like if you got a walmart you're not a small town if you got two walmarts yeah. you know rapid city has two walmarts so it's it i can't if i gave advice about rapid city that'd be definitely different than if i did the town of yankton south dakota what about so a Bucky's? If they have a Bucky's, are they a small town? Bucky's, yeah, no, that's pretty. It is. It's pretty cultured. Like if you got a Bucky's, Walmart, like, right? It's basically a Walmart gas station. Yeah. It is. It is. What if but you have a terrible Herbst gas station. Oh, those are shit. Those ought to be nuked from <laughs> Bucky's is the number one gas station in America. Cleanest bathrooms. Cleanest yes. bathrooms. <laughs> but but there is there is definitely a, a a difference. Therefore, there would be a difference in strategy between uh, a town such as I'm trying to think of because nobody knows these towns, uh, Clovis, New Mexico, mm. versus a medium-sized town of, say... Um, Albuquerque? No, Albuquerque's major metro. Um, mm. But just a, a town of 100,000 people where you got one Walmart. Because okay. there still is a fair amount of, of people there. Yeah. Uh, but that, but the strategy then, I got to imagine, Paul, There's you basically got to bring the war to them, right? You, you expand your range on the dating apps because you have to. There's no girls in your... 100 mile radius and that's most of the effort on dating is going online and, and trying to find girls in towns that are further away yeah yeah and so i i have a module on that basically figuring out what your limit is right how far you're willing to travel and, and for some people that might be two hours so you might be talking about a four-hour round trip to go out on a date right um you'll Mine was an hour because Grand Junction is about an hour away. Montrose is 45 minutes. I was like, I'm willing, I'm willing to go that far for a date, but Fruta, fuck you. That's a three hour round trip. I'm not doing it. Right. But it, Fruta is only like another 30 minutes outside of Grand Junction. <laughs> but go I, where the fish are, Paul. Well, you know, there are, there all the fish really are in, in Grand Junction or Montrose out here. And the thing, even if they live here in town, even if they live here in town, because there are occasionally you'll see, Good looking chicks in the Delta County area. Um, they almost always work in Grand Junction or Montrose. So, like after work, they're hanging out in Grand Junction or Montrose. So you still have to go there. So um, yeah, it's just it, just meeting in person is just super difficult. It, also, here's some other things. I I wrote down like a lot of the different problems I ran into when I was out here, right? So 
there's no consistency in bar clientele. Oh. Um, so Cap, I, I've, I've hung out with Cappy a couple of times. Cappy likes to go to cigar lounges. He's a very social guy. If you guys didn't know, he doesn't very just, smoothie, he's very not just smoothie. in a bunker all day. Avant-garde. <laughs> Yeah, no, he actually goes out and talks to people, and he has friends. What? Can you believe this shit? People like this guy. Just none of you guys. Yeah, I mean, I got friends, but you guys ain't any of them. So, you, so, so, Cappy, you go out with Cappy on any given evening. You go to a cigar lounge. Everyone knows him there, right? It's like the same crowd for the most part. You go out here. There's no fucking consistency. I, I, one time, uh, when I was first back out in the dating circuit after my divorce, this is when I, like, I didn't study any of the stuff I had no idea what I was doing man I I struggled for like 11 months getting dates and, and um I one time got invited by some chick to go to a Halloween party at CB's and Delta which is a, a a nice sports bar and I go down there on Halloween the place is just off the hook they have a fucking DJ there like the whole town's there it's big parties tons of hot chicks they're dancing shit I'm like I found it I finally found the place where you go and meet people I go back there the next week, dead as a doornail, absolutely fucking dead. And every every week I went after that, completely dead. There was no consistency. Um, they finally did put a place down here called My Place, um, and I went there a couple of times. That place actually was pretty consistent, but a lot of the chicks that went there were disgusting pigs. Bottom so feeders, were, huh? You're yeah, they were they were gross. They, like you know how you know how uh, at the end of the night, you know maybe around like one uh, thirty in the morning. Hey, what's up, Paul? What up? What, one thirty in the morning, you got the 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 bar hogs that are left over. Um, that's, yeah. that, that's that's that's. I love the words we're using. Such colorful vocabulary yeah. today. I love. So that, that that was the clientele most of the time. So you go yeah. down there, even though it was busy, there was there was no good options. So it was like, what the what the hell, right? Well, that place closed down. They some yeah. kind of tax evasion bullshit, and so they closed down. So it's like that. Even that's gone now, right? So that that was one thing. Um. I mentioned before, large retirement area out here. So mostly older women, you know, you, you, a lot of guys talk about, well, you know, the best place to day game is the grocery store. You know, you go to, you, you go to Trader Joe's and, you know, there's all, you know, hot chicks in their, in their Ugg boots at Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. There's no fucking oh, Trader yeah. Joe's here, first of all. We're too target small on, for that. Target on Sunday mornings. There's something. no Target here. <laughs> um so so you go out you go out to the mercantile right that's like the the small grocery store up in cedar edge colorado it's flea all, market bro it's all <laughs> there's, there's <laughs> the flea market you, do, you find yeah. flea bags out here we're gonna but, go search the flea market <laughs> right <laughs> but you go you go to the mercantile and it's all just you know ladies in their 70s and shit right um mm. the, the the nearest big town is grand junction hour away so you know, you, you go out an hour out of your way and you're like, okay, I'm going to go and try to maybe day game out in public, you know, maybe by the mall or something like that. There's no consistency there. Yeah. It's like, um, there's no nightclubs out here. There's it's all, almost all bars. You know, when I was a teenager, I used to go to, there used to be like 18, uh, you, you could be 18 and go to a, a nightclub and it was like easy to meet chicks at nightclubs. There's none of that here. Yeah. That, Paul, that's what I, I did want to ask about that in yeah. South Dakota. I mean, if you guys are bored, look up this town called Buffalo Gap, Wyoming, and also look up Edgemont, Wyoming. The, These there names. is one. <laughs> yeah, well, no, look, but, Nuke, I can't wait. You're going to marry Girth, Girthy Gertha from <laughs> Edgemont, sure. Wyoming, and you're going to work on her cattle ranch. And she, oh, yo, yeah. look at me. I got myself a nice little one from the East Coast. Who we? You're going to have, you're going to ride a horse. It's going to be great. But oh um, in these small towns, they they 
not too long ago, they will have like, um, you know, festival days or the rodeo will come to town. They actually do have a barn dance in Buffalo Gap. Is there none of that in the smaller towns where you are at, Paul? Because no. I did see the, the community, small as they might be, they would have tried to have some kind of fest, uh, festivals or celebrations. So we have uh, probably the closest thing would be the Delta County Fair in the summertime. And you go to that, and they're actually all the, all the hot chicks from around town do show up to that. And they're all dressed like cute cowgirls and stuff like that. So okay. that's a one time a year. Um, right. You go to, let's see, Apple Fest in October in Cedar Edge. You, uh, there's usually some decent chicks that show up to that. So it's just like very small events one or two times a year. So you're like the options still, it, it's still uh, limited, you know. Paul. Paul. Um, so, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Paul. I was going to ask Paul since Paul showed up uh, <laughs> finally. I, I kind <laughs> of, yeah, I know, finally. <laughs> have you ever Have you ever lived in like small town and? Had to deal yeah, with this. so I've been around. I've I've been, you, you know, at one of my one of my places in uh, Michigan is pretty small, you know, um, but it has some tourist traffic. So like, you can have that going on every time, you know, a few times a year. I have uh, been in like pretty different levels of town. I, you know, like say medium towns or whatever. Like they have a Trader Joe's. It's at least a medium sized place, right? Mm -hmm. um, or small like some of those abysmal you know what i mean um not very many like we're not talking maybe like a hundred people or a couple hundred people but maybe a couple thousand people you know like really small and if you're really 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 small that can be tough but i'm gonna counteract maybe what <laughs> some some of you guys might be thinking here i i never had any problems <laughs> like i actually liked going to as long as it wasn't like so ridiculously small that it and depressed you know what I mean? That like, you really don't have any options. I always found small towns like easy, you know, almost, you know what I mean? In a way, I don't know, in its own little way, because there's still, there's still a pool of decent, attractive women there. And oh, yeah, yeah, there are. They, they're all like their sexual marketplace is this small town where they see the same options all the time, you know, now, nowadays, some of these girls are getting on the internet more and venturing off, of course, with the global sexual marketplace and the internet, but what's right in front of them though, isn't a lot of options either. You know what I mean? It's like this it, and, and they kind of get caught up in the same small town crap, you know, field parties and, you know, drinking in a trailer and like the stupid, stupid stuff that happens in some of these, economically depressed you know smaller areas and you come in and if you're halfway decent looking and you have like good game and good confidence it's like you can just like you know what i mean swoop in and and and, and it's easy pick like you can take almost take what you want you know what i mean which is why a lot of small town guys will try to fight you so you got to watch out for that <laughs> I, I, will, I will corroborate that's, that's the that's the best part that's the that's right yeah, that's the most I, I will corroborate 100 of what paul is saying there is this new guy effect if you come to town you're the new guy and dude Wyoming, yes, you will get in fights. You like, do I really have to pull a gun out on you? I mean, fucking hex, fucking hex. But I, Paul, where are you talking? Like, where is it? Michigan, Upper Midwest? Because yeah, well, so you might get one or you might get one or two girls, like the right. local, really the the local horse, basically yeah. to say. But 
that's about it. It's 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 good if you're traveling, but where are you finding these quality? Like, what towns are we talking? Well, well yeah. So we gotta we gotta loosen up that definition of quality women first. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what right, mean? I mean, well, where I'm at, you can totally I mean, be the end and at the local I mean, retirement center. You know. You know. Now, as far as quality, I mean. So I traveled a lot for different reasons, different part of my life, a lot of it military related and stuff. Now, military uh, towns have more of a concentration of, of women. They tend to. Right. But outside of those towns, you know, you, you're pretty, you know, like Louisiana, for example. You know what I mean? Like, forget it. You know, it's it's as small as it gets outside of like the military town. But you can swoop in at a local local bar, local pub, or just, you know, going like going shopping or going to a coffee place if there is a coffee place. Um, you know, and you can just day game and do pretty well. And I've had just so much like random success. Now, are they relationship material? Are they long term? I, I I don't Do know. They have all their teeth. <laughs> yeah, no, we're oh, we're talking well. attractive, and now that's Wait. that's they they have teeth, and they're under uh three hundred fifty pounds. My standard. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but no, no, they're hot. They're attractive, and that's the thing I wanted to point out on this show. You guys aren't guilty of this here, that, that as far as the panel, but I know guys listening are guilty of this. Men clout chase women too. All right. We talk about how women clout chase dudes like, you know, based on status, but men do it too, not because of a woman's status, but because of her perception of value in a guy's eyes, who's basically not getting laid or not getting a lot of options for women. Like he perceives a girl who's like some only fans trash on, let's say fresh and fit or something. She's maybe a seven guys. You know what I mean? Not not to you know. So, so some of them are really good looking. Oh, right? you're talking about like There's, the halo effect, Paul? The, dude, definitely. They, yeah. It's like they look at these girls who are confident, throwing themselves out there and getting themselves done up. Take the makeup off. Take the filters off of their Instagram. They yeah. are sevens, sixes, maybe at best. Yeah. And there are really attractive girls wearing a Carhartt. You know snow cap and a freaking pair of overalls right now in some small town that doesn't have that like that makeup made up appearance but throw her in a dress and throw some makeup on and throw you know she's gonna look better than these other girls that guys simp for you yeah. know there's a lot of these girls especially if, if they're in their 20s and they're young you know yeah. so they've maintained you know their attractiveness without too much effort I it's think like, they backward rationalize like if she's on OnlyFans it must mean she's attractive enough to be on OnlyFans so right they like backward like oh th and if i get her and then there's the the challenge part like oh if i get her to quit that means i'm just that guy you know I'm yes that amazing so i guess there's a lot of psychological you know things that go in a guy's mind when she meets or when absolutely meets like well because yeah. a lot of guys don't have frame right in their lives right. so they're not sitting there going you know this chick this chick is trashy i'm, I'm not Screw that. I'm going for Becky. I met at the hardware store and overalls, you know, yeah. like they don't, <laughs> because yeah, I'll, I'll say this, like uh, I dated a, a, a country girl that turned out to have an OnlyFans. And a lot of guys think that when they find a girl or date a girl and they find out she has an OnlyFans, they think it's going to be jealousy or anger. You know what the feeling I felt was cringe. Like I would just, yeah. I was like, why That's are you doing this? Too. Yeah, like, yeah but that's because you have this? options though with women. You yeah, know? so like, so you're like, ugh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, it's just like, it's just like, for you, like, oh. it's like, you don't like really, like, you're really gonna do this? Like, I, I wasn't like, yeah. it was like, 
you're you're corny like this is the corniest shit ever like why are you doing this but you know right right yeah and so but that's that's the reaction of guys with who do have sexual options they're kind of like you know uh do i really want to mess with some like you know it's like the stripper effect too i mean like there's there's a certain amount of like back in the day my younger days you know, yeah, I used to like run the strippers and stuff, you know, and they were all toxic. They're fun. Fun. They're so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. But there was a lot of fun going on there. Right. Um, But really at the end of the day, it's like, am I going to pick for anything long-term and not, you know, anything other than just fun? Am I going to pick that girl or am I going to pick a girl who's not trying to show off her shit off, you know, and sees a little bit more value in herself other than just her vagina. Right. So like, you know, it's, that's how guys think you have options really when, especially when it comes to picking something long-term, unless the girl is super gorgeous, you know, nine and a half type thing, you know, if it's a, between a seven, that's a stripper and a seven, that's not a stripper pick the seven. That's not a stripper, but it seems like guys with sexual scarcity. They like, they go, they'll show up at the, you know, you had those regulars at the strip club, you know what I mean? That are like, mm-hmm. oh, like you know, crushing on some stripper who's average. Like yeah. the girl at the checkout line or the bartender at a different place is better looking. Like, what the fuck? You and know, I'll, and I'll say this. <laughs> and I'll say this sexually, like the the like just because a girl does OnlyFans or is, or is a stripper does not mean she's good in bed. There's girls that are just like oh yeah cashiers. Yeah. That are just like very. I'm just gonna say they are impressive. That's all I'm gonna say on that. <laughs> yeah. One thing I want to I want to add to that too. Uh, we're talking about you know OnlyFans versus uh, you know a girl, a cashier girl, right? One one good thing I will say, like we've been bagging on on these country gals for a while, but uh, mm-hmm. w- one thing that that Paul brings up is um, you know a lot of these girls out in the, with the car hearts and stuff like that out here in the country. A lot of them are actually more traditionally minded too yeah. so a lot a lot of the, a lot of guys they complain like you know they watch shows like you know whatever or fresh and fit and they're like they think all the girls are these hoes that go on these shows it's like if you come out to the country there are there are good looking girls they're, they're just they're dispersed and you have to find them but they're, the they're out here and a lot of them are were raised sort of more with more traditionally with more traditional values so right. I, I i found that um there's still trash women out here but there's a lot of good down to earth girls with good values out here. Um, Mate, nurse, chick, nurse chick, for instance, right? She, she won't let me get off the couch to get a, to get a, a soda out of the fridge. Like she'll, she'll serve it to me and stuff like that. She's just likes doing that. There's a lot of girls out here like that. Can I, yeah. can I provide a huge asterisk? So huge. We have to put <laughs> it on a barge from China to bring it over here to put that big asterisk. There, there is admittedly a little bit more traditional uh, culture. However, when I did research for um, the book of numbers, I, I grabbed my buddy's match or one of one of his dating accounts. <clears throat> and I went through 900 profiles, major city in three states, rural or sorry, suburban and then a rural town. Of the 300 rural profiles I looked at across three states, all, not the majority, all of the good-looking women were single moms. Now, this just comes with the territory now in this shithole called the United States for a dating market. But just so you know, it is yeah, a near odd. guarantee that if you are dating an attractive woman in the country, she is going to be a single mom. And she will have been knocked up very likely when she was in high school. So yeah. you you could I, – I wish I could take a profile and a chart and make it. But if it was a good-looking gal – 
guarantee you she is a single mom. And so oh, that's great. Okay. It Jesus. is great for recreational use. It's well, your no, yeah, yeah, down, I, man. Perfect. Just just one because when you guys start talking, well, they're down home American girls and they just love Jesus and, and their horses. And there's a there's a phenomenon, Cappy. I don't know if maybe uh you've heard of this where in the inner like in city, like in the inner city, there's a lot of single women, right? But then right. um as you as you leave the city, like maybe 30 minutes an hour out, there's more women that are single mothers um because they had the fun they had their fun in the city. They couldn't keep up with the cost of living because they had, oh. um, they had a yeah book of numbers guys, great book. Um, <laughs> they, they they had their fun in the city. They turned out they ended up being a single mom, so they had to leave the city to maybe be closer to their family or right because the cost of living is too high and they they have to raise their child out like thirty minutes to an hour away from the city. That, so that's that's, an, that's something, phenom- yeah. right? But but the numbers I can almost guarantee because having lived out in in you know. Uh, uh, the boonie lands those girls are most exclusively going to go to the burbs to live with mom and dad mm. the rural women i i it see uh, everyone focuses no he's right on that the, I, I know you know, what you're saying let, let's go back to the inner world. city everyone has a stereotype all right hispanic black everyone's getting pregnant shooting each other up and robbing targets okay fine that's the stereotype but people they think oh white bread america it's just no. john wayne and and uh a scarlet john wayne on meth. yeah and, and it's like no <laughs> it's it, 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 it is. This is why you should all live in Wyoming. It's like it is trailer parks. It is trash. These people are bored. They have sex. They do get. Pre- we used to play this game. I would come back to the town in Wisconsin called the Who's Pregnant Now game. It is <laughs> trash. And so when when you are in the rural areas, not the suburbs, not the cities, it's almost exclusively they they got knocked up. You know, back in high school by the professional or not the professional, the high school team wrestler or the football guy or, or whatever else. So it's just, just, yes, they are pregnant, but by slightly different means, but yeah, you are right. It, they would, the, you know, to play sex in the city, you can't be having a kid in tow. Well, look at, look at, uh, look at my girl, Lauren Bobert, right? She's uh she's from rifle rifle, Colorado. That's a, she's that's a fun a pretty- gal. She's a fun she, uh, guy. <laughs> she got knocked up when she was in high school like that. Yeah, there you go. Now she's a Congresswoman. Okay. Guys have some, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what she is? What she's a fucking whore. There, she's a <laughs> fucking. I'm whore. not complaining. I think yeah, she's cool. Like, I think oh, she's God. that was. You know what it was? It is like a lot of people need to understand that. Like, she is just a fun girl. Talking about whores, people. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> well, yeah. Guys, um, so we're we're talking about people, uh, women in the country. Is every country or rural area the same, or is there like is West Texas the same? Yeah, I wanted to comment on that. It's a question. That's, I, I would disagree. Minnesota. I would say there's some differences, but much, yeah. much so different. Yeah. And also, so like, what do you guys think of? There's a hack, right? I think I don't know if you guys mentioned it. Um, there's a lot of college towns attached to yes. these small towns, or colleges that are attached to these yeah. small towns. Yeah. That's why. It's that's like, why Grand Junction's nice because there's a big college there. You know? So right. yeah. So, like, so I, I was gonna jump in on that. So yeah. like, yeah, col- if there's a college nearby you're going to have a, a, a series of hot, decent, hot, you know, generally younger looking women, but you know, sometimes you'll have hot in thirties, forties and stuff too, that just for whatever reason, because of the commerce that, you know, the college town brings you, you'll have places like coffee houses and places to do stuff, which will then attract really women of any age. And so, mm-hmm. so though that's a good, a good thing. I noticed 
whatever reason, a lot of it has to do with, I think, diet. Um, mm. You know, like, so like culturally, how are these people eating? So Wisconsin, been to Wisconsin a lot. <laughs> Cappy's laughing his ass off because he knows what I'm talking about already. They look like a nuclear accident happened there. Like it is like their diet is cheese a lot and fry like put, you know, poutine, A-W. gravy and a in like their body looks like it. Like they're just like, and even if they're not particularly obese, right? Like, you know, you have like thicker girls, but with curves in the right places. No, they're just like, there's things coming out of places. Yeah, and, it's, and it's harder. It's definitely harder. I, I was I recently with my, my girl, like my girls is okay. My girl's pretty attractive and I don't want to cap on it, but like, she's arguably very attractive. Right. Like, so, but we're just like the most attractive people anywhere we want. I, I, and it's not, and I'm not, I used to be attractive. I'm not even attractive anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm older now. Like what? But it was just because of the level of not taking care of yourself, man. And to the, in the guys now. So at least in like smaller areas like that, you had like the sexual market value difference in terms of physicalness was much skewed towards the guy because guys did physical things 20 years ago. So you would have these small towns and you had like corn fed, stocky guy you know who probably drinks too much beer but at least you know he's got some genetics he got some a chud, bit of you know land. a strong son, yeah a like strong guy. Dude, right? a big house type guy yeah 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 now you don't have now now these guys are crying and wearing Trump, eyeliner yeah. or have long hair and like you know just like oh you know they have no resiliency happy's favorite just, people this, this actually this brings yeah. uh brings up a really good point and you also sort of brought up earlier too when you said uh small towns have a uh, a new guy effect it, and yeah. you know and, and, and the girls are, are looking at the same guys all the time um that's right. one of the reasons why uh my my like my method in my course actually works really well is because you're i'm teaching you how to set yourself apart from all the country bumpkins out here and <laughs> all you have to do is just be better than the next guy and you're going to be yeah. For sure. You're going to be better than all the other guys around here that they've been on dates with. They're going to be like, man, these guys are, these guys are losers. I'm going to teach you how to uh, banter like very quickly, build that emotional buy-in and, and close for a date quickly and get the fuck off the app. And that's really mm -hmm. what a lot of these chicks are looking for out here. And a lot of guys are just wasting their time. Oh, for um, sure. But the, but, but, but the course isn't, isn't just about dating apps either. Um, which we'll get into later, but, but yeah, one thing I also want to bring up too, you mentioned coming to the small town and doing really well, right? Yes. One thing that it's I know like cleaning house, but if I lived there, that would probably be a lot different. Maybe. Well, you maybe. would clean house very quickly and then you'd be bored for like two months, but yeah, <laughs> if you cycle no, so, through three what? hot single moms that have already cycled through the rest of the town and yeah. you're like, Oh, you know, I can't do that anymore. Cause she's going to probably try to, light my car on fire or something <laughs> now you're out of options and you have to move yeah remember take your dating <laughs> advice from paul he's, like, he's, only, <laughs> right. he's only had five cars set on fire so, right. wow. <laughs> so one thing i, I want to say just in the opposite direction right whenever i would leave the small town and go to places like denver or salt lake city my my uh, uh alerts were set up on the dating apps i would come to these bigger towns and i my my phone would be blowing the fuck up yeah, right yeah, like, yeah. 
the fuck is going on? And and uh, I used to, I used, I would pay for premium on some of the apps just so I could be more passive with it. And like on my beeline on Bumble would just be completely full if I go to Denver. And so yeah. I had a guy in my beer club. Uh, he was complaining about something with dating. And one of the guys who's in the taking the course right now says, you know, take Paul's course. He actually addresses this. And the guy goes, well, I live in a big city, though, because the course is, you know, it's sort of marketed towards small town people, but it works fucking everywhere. Well, game works where, where game works, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so I had to make a, a separate like TikTok video explaining to people like, hey, this course is going to work even better for you if you live in a big city because you have way the fuck more options than we do out out in the out in the country. So you, just because you live in like I don't know, uh, let's say Denver, right? Take the fucking course because you're going to just do that much better. Especially if if you're sort of just do it, trying to master the online dating thing because that's really what this comes down to is is how do you find these girls? You can't just find them day gaming a lot of the time. Uh, how do you find them? You know, so yeah, a lot of apps are useful now because in the small towns, a lot of girls are on them because they don't have a lot of good options. You know what I mean? But yeah, th there's still a lot of girls who aren't, you know what I mean? That's important to note. But and I think, again, it's cultural, though. Like I noticed that some towns, I, you know, I'd see potential options out, but there's doesn't seem to be a lot of activity on, on the apps. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then in other, you know, in other places, it's like it's like they're ghost towns or you're just not seeing a lot of activity out. I mean, you know, this is anecdotal, of course, right? Maybe it's the time and place, but then the, but you see a lot of activity on the apps and like in Michigan, for example, like, you know, you, at least a few years ago when I was on a few years ago, um, you would see some decent activity on apps where you wouldn't find anything in some of these smaller towns in Michigan. But like, as far as Cappy asked earlier, like I've been in a lot of different places, like around the Midwest, small towns. So, you're Wisconsin, you know, you're Illinois, but outside of Chicago, uh, Michigan, Ohio, uh, New York, actually a little bit upstate, um, rural Canada. And then I've been to, but it was a long time ago, I've been to like Wyoming, um, Washington State, spent a fair amount of time in Washington State. Washington State is great, by the way. Uh, at least I had really good experiences in outside of Seattle, like, you know what I mean? And, and smaller to mid mid-sized places. Uh, Texas, Louisiana, um, North Carolina, South Carolina, um, and then some areas of Florida. But Florida's like you can just you're, you're a short drive to somewhere decently populated. Like Florida is just is really you have a lot of options of Florida no matter what. But um, but yeah, so those are my ex my experiences as far as small towns are concerned. I did like say notice there's cultural differences. You know, as far as app usage. That's the thing too. Certain apps like will be more popular in some areas than others. Now I coach guys around the world and sometimes there's apps over in Sweden or Australia or, you know, parts of Asia like Vietnam or whatever that there's certain apps are popular and other ones are dead. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So you have to kind of like learn which what's good for your area and good way to ask is just to ask decent looking girls. That yeah, you run into, yeah. if you could run into a decent looking girl, just be like, Hey, I'm new in town. And you know, like whatever I'm, you know, I'm looking to date and do stuff. Do you, who, who's what, what, uh, what, where do you go? Like to meet yeah. people around here? What do you, what for did anyone on dating yeah. apps right here? Like your friends and shit, what do you guys use? You know, like, and totally just ask people if in a calibrated way, you'd be surprised the answers you got. If you date enough girls, you'll start realizing that they know the best restaurants. They know the yeah. best places to hang out. And, 
um, you know, they yeah, know it's, like, it's the, cool the one restaurant on Main Street. Yeah, yeah it's a, it's a real Scooby <laughs> mystery to figure that one out. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. a lot of times it's real easy to know, but yeah, but sometimes too though, like okay, because here's a real common thing: you're in a dead town with one one bar restaurant where everything's fried, and um, you know the same guy on crack speeds his <laughs> broken hot rod down the street on a Friday night, and that's how that's how the night goes. But you're 15, 20 minutes from a town with more stuff, but you don't know because you're not from the area. So like asking questions is still good because sometimes you're a short drive and it might, maybe it's 30, 40 minutes even, but you know, if you're there for like a, a week or, you know, there are, let's say you're on business and you're there for like a couple of weeks, you know, you can go on a Friday night and just like take off, go to a different spot. That's not too far and have a bunch of options or make sure you, if you're on the apps that you open up your area a little bit to some of these other areas that are not mm -hmm. too far away, but there's a lot more options. So yeah. it's still good. You know, what, what, one thing uh, that I tell <laughs> one thing I teach in the course is that you'll find out here at, uh, in at least my area. Um, and I'm sure it's like this in a lot of areas too. You go on say Tinder and um, some chicks won't be on Tinder. They might have like a bad, misconception of that it's only a right. hookup app. they'll be on hinge <laughs> they'll be on hinge or or they'll they'll be on bumble or it, so what i what i teach in the course is be on all the fucking apps be on all of them because you might not see chicks on this app but you'll see other options on this app or when you run out your your swipes on this fucking app now you have more swipes on this app and you'll find different chicks you know sometimes you'll see the same chicks on all the apps too because they're all doing the same thing but uh, but you'll find different chicks on different apps. So you want to cast a wider net when you're in an area like this, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, another yeah. thing, too, and this is, um, you know, dark secret for some people. But it's not that big of a secret. I think it's uh, an underutilized things because because a lot of guys are afraid to make this move. But if you're, let's say, 40 plus or 38 plus, you know what I mean? Skip beyond beyond seeking arrangements and salt date. I can't, if you're just, if you're looking for short-term fun experiences and not necessarily long-term relationships, it's, if you're going to new areas, that's exactly what you're doing anyways. Salt date. <laughs> but you have to have game. You have to know what you're doing and you have to be attractive. Like that's the thing, but salt dating on, on the, and, and what's what, so I've heard of seeking arrangements, but yes. what's salt date? Like what what's, salt dating what's, is okay. When I start picking up women on an app like that, which I'm, you know, in a relationship, right? So I don't do that now. But if when I was single, I could go, it was guaranteed I would have a two or three very, very attractive women as options and dating going out. Now, seeking arrangements is like generally considered soft prostitution. A lot of girls on there are looking for dudes to pay for their shit. You know, mm -hmm. they're looking for sugar daddies. They're looking Unlike for all the other ones. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> but there you go, Cappy, as he said, like all the other ones, right? So instead of having the cognitive dissonance and pretending that women aren't all looking for people to pay for their shit, let's just go on an app where it's obviously there and then don't pay for their shit. Just go on dates because <laughs> that's, that's the thing. You're not paying like, oh, I'll pay this girl, you know, 500 bucks for a blowy or whatever, like. There's plenty of those guys and there's straight up prostitutes on there that you they'll make themselves known pretty quick. You know, you'll figure it out. And it's maybe, let's say, 50, 60 percent is that. But there's like 40 percent that are attractive women 
who are, they don't have like women want everything. Okay. They want to have fun experiences, do cool stuff, have good sex, have a boyfriend and do the boyfriend and have a guy pay for their stuff. Like they want all of it. And so what happens is that strategic pluralism just plays itself out in their mind in an app like that, where they're like, Oh, this guy is the simpy kind of guy who's not less attractive and has a little money. I'll let him pay for my shit and I won't have sex with him. Oh, wait a second. This guy's kind of an alpha dude who I could have a good time, have fun with, you know what I mean? And maybe there's some opportunities that, you know, I can have with this guy and I could have a good time and maybe have good sex. Okay. I'm dating that guy, you know? And so like they shut off that part of their brain we're not talking about the prostitutes now, but the ones who are just kind of on there because they're curious and the dating market sucks. And they're just like, well, yeah, if I could find a successful guy that would take me out, you know, and if he pays for me, gives me an allowance, that would be cool. That's a 50 shades type of fantasy for me. Or maybe I just find a decent guy like they get on there. You know what I mean? And they're not sure how to navigate, especially the new ones. And um, they're very attractive. But here's the thing on there. If you're a, if you're a guy on there, you are the selector now. That's the difference. So I've had clients. So this, so this is my own experience. But then I have what's cool for 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 like what's good for me here for my knowledge is I have a lot of clients who have a lot of experiences. So I have a lot of compiled experiences, you know. And I've had it happen so many times where a dude is doing the app thing and I'm helping him with his profile text game and stuff, and he'll meet the same girl on like a Tinder or a Hinge as he'll meet on seeking, she'll ignore him on Tinder or hinge. She's opening and trying to get him to, you know, she's qualifying to him and, and trying to make things happen on a seeking site because the perception is that he's just more successful and he has a lot more to offer there. Whereas on Tinder or hinge, the, the perception is it's all of these guys that are don't There's have much to offer. And that's yeah. why they're on an app. Right. So <laughs> it's like this weird psychological thing. And um, you know, they, they like to go on Tinder hinge, stuff like that, and just collect attention, especially if she's under 30. That's like their main goal is to collect Paul, attention. I'm I'm confused. You are confused me. You're telling me women <laughs> want all things. They want yes. to have things paid for. They want the good looking guy. You have to be good looking. And then mm-hmm. they want attention. I could better take some. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Crazy, stuff. right? Okay. So interesting. Uh, that, yeah. that's a. Uh, that's actually a, an interesting strategy that uh, I've never I, was, I never, I never even thought of before. That's actually pretty fast. Let me just say this. If you have good game and you present well on your photos and stuff and, and you can, you know how to put together a, a profile, be careful. You have so many, it, it's a fl- like, it's easy to just, just kind of lose yourself into having a lot of options. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. So you guys well, one, could, you guys could take what I, uh, the profile optimization stuff I talk about in the course and use it on that too. One thing I, I will say too. So you, you said that's, that's one strategy, which is fascinating. I like that one. Um, but one of the, the big secret sauce in my course is uh, cause a lot of guys hate dating apps. A lot, a lot of guys complain about dating apps. One thing I, I will say about this though, Dating apps don't suck. You're like you just suck at using dating apps. Right? Yes, exactly. That's just like anything. Well, well, right. the, the thing is that it lowers their self esteem. But I'm less like, dude, you're not getting rejected in real time. And I think that's a problem with dating. It's not a problem, but like, yeah. What you, what happens is guys go on dating apps. They refuse to 
talk to girls in real life, right? And they go on dating apps and then they say, it lowers my self-esteem. I'm like, no, dude, it doesn't lower your self-esteem enough. Like get rejected like at least once a month by a girl and feel that sting of rejection. And that's going to like toughen you up. So oh, yeah, you have app, to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, dude, you're, it's like leaving a fishing rod out and going to go do something else. And when you feel someone, something pulling, you go check and that's it. It's not, it's not yeah. crazy. You know, he knows what he's doing there because see, yeah. that's now a lot of guys. What they do is not what Nuke just said, which is what you should do. What they do instead is they waste a lot of time with the illusion of action. You know, they're, mm-hmm opening and wasting time with non options. And then Mm -hmm. they, you know, and and they're spending more time scrolling and swiping and having, you know, go nowhere, dead conversations. Mm -hmm. And then they feel like they're making headway and that they're doing something. And then months and months happened and they don't really have any dates out of it or any good, good outcomes. Mm -hmm. And so then they go dating apps suck. Well, really like Paul Bauer said, no, you suck. (laughs) <laughs> and you're just doing not you're just doing non-productive activities on the dating app instead of taking that energy and optimizing the profile, getting better pictures, trying like split testing different ways of opening and you know different ways of presenting yourself and then ignoring options that don't you know don't don't that ignore you right and focusing on developing conversations with ones that that aren't ignoring you right yeah, and not wasting time like it's it's a it's a it's like a catch and release it's like fishing like you said instead yeah. of you know it, it you spend more time day gaming or going out and just doing things where women could be is where your time should be spent and then the apps are just there you know it's kind of like another you know, thing in the pipeline or whatever. Well, I, I, I consider like a piece of a pie when you're dating, just like yeah. when you're sourcing women, like um, maybe a piece of the pie is salsa night. Maybe a piece of the pie is dating. Maybe a piece of the pie. It's always one full pie. But like as you move to the country or live in the country or you're in the city or you're in between, like in the suburbs or wherever, you're going to have to change your strategy to match the environment. Right. When people online tell you, you have to do it this way because it worked for me. Be like me. It worked for me. They're, they're screwing you over, right? Instead of saying, hey, do what's best for you, right? If you go to Salsa Night or, or a place where there's hot chicks doing physical things and you're doing good there, then then don't change anything. You're doing yeah. great. Like If it's working if for you, the, don't, 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 don't break it to try to Yeah, fix yeah. It, right? <laughs> but if, you're, if you're out in the cow pasture and, and you, you're doing what Paul says. And, and there's no Salsa Night. Yeah, and there's no Salsa. Wait, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. There's no, there's no Salsa um, Night out here, man. No, but... <laughs> But um, any worse for you than there's, do that. There's Just a square dancing night you. out here, but they're all seventy-year-old sure. ladies, you know. No, so 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 the secret sauce in my my course too, because a lot of guys don't like dating apps, right? Um, is uh, and a lot of people don't know this, but a, a friend of mine taught me this several years ago, and uh, he 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 was date coaching. Now he's breakup coaching. He's making a fuck ton of money. Teaching guys how to get back together with their ex. It's hilarious. So I said, oh, hey, I, I said, hey, man, your so, so. your method for meeting chicks online is next level. Do you mind if I teach this in my my online dating course? And he goes, no, go ahead, man. Go, please do. So, so I teach this method in in my course on how to source chicks from Facebook, Facebook proper, not Facebook dating, Facebook yeah, oh, proper, yeah. and Instagram. Because a lot of chicks aren't on the, they're not on the dating apps, but they're almost all of them are on social media. So you can go 
uh, you can go through Facebook and it's like Amazon shopping for the hot chicks in the area. And you go through and I, I take you through it in the course on how to find them, go through how to qualify them. Cause you got to look and see like, okay, is she in a relationship? Like, or could she be in a relationship? And you want to go through and source these chicks at any given time. You might have like a uh, hundred chicks in the pipeline, a hundred chicks in the middle of fucking nowhere. And then out of that pool, it, you're basically creating a, a, a dating sales funnel with this. And you'll have a ridiculous abundance of chicks that you never even thought possible, even in fucking cow country. And you can use this in the city too. You know, like it, it actually works even better in the city. So um, the course actually will, if you guys don't like the dating apps, you, this method might actually be a solution for you. So um, I just wanted to throw that out there. Hey, so you mentioned that, have you, you've heard of ways of doing that too, Paul? You, you're oh yeah. Ahead. Yeah. Um, I, I was, I would say that, I mean, I always say, I say I, in my head, I compartmentalize internet <laughs> as yeah. one thing because I'm old. And so, <laughs> you know, like to me, yeah. it's like all the same shit, but really though, I, I think that Facebook, Facebook and Instagram are, more um, opportunities for success there than apps personally. Um, particularly like if you are not talking about visiting, but you live someplace, I think Facebook is really great for local because Facebook is your, your friends and your followers are based on like local connections and mutual friends. Mm -hmm. So that tends to build from like a, a physical geographic community, whereas Instagram is just a lot of follows. So you have, people all over the yeah. world on there, which doesn't necessarily put you in the same geographic location of, of some girl that might be on there. So you, you they, can, you, you yeah. can, so I, I show how to, how to find the local chicks on Instagram, yeah. but, but yeah. Facebook, you can get really fucking targeted with it. Right. And, 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 and the cool thing about Facebook too, is once you start adding these chicks as friends, the algorithm starts helping you out. And it's yes. like, oh, oh, yes. you you want to be friends with hot chicks. Here's some hot chicks in the area. Exactly. Let, let me present to you hot chicks in the area. And so as you're doing this and you're going through it and you're active with it, all of a sudden there's, it's just it's easier to add these chicks. And, and it's easy like, open because of, if you know what you're doing, because um, there's a perception of social proof. If you have mutual friends, which you could have never met the mutual friends, you mm -hmm. know, like it could be someone you barely know or just somebody from some circles. This used to happen with the real estate stuff because real estate people are always trying to market themselves. So they're all friending each other. And so you would have hot girls who would be friends with these, all these real estate people and people in mortgages and people in, you know, title and all that stuff. And you could just be hit your opener can be hit them up and be like, Oh, we have some mutual friends. Do you know? So-and-so. Mm -hmm. Right. And be like, you look, you know, what's up? Well, who do you know? Where do you hang out? And that opens everything up and you're almost guaranteed to get responses versus your, Hey, or I like your hair in the photo. Uh, yeah. uh, I like you. Uh, well, you know, well, like that most guys do. Yeah. What, I, what, I, what <laughs> like, I teach in the course too, because you can't do this on, on most dating apps is, right. uh, is video openers. If you yeah. op open with a video message, it's almost like a cold approach and women can hear your voice, see your body language. They can see what you look like. And it's a bold opening, which most guys aren't doing. Most guys are, I are DMing, have never you know? use video as an opener. I would love to see that tested because I almost feel like 
I'm not saying that this is true because I don't use it, but I almost feel like that could come across as a little bit desperate. Um, no, no, it's not, initial, not the, you're saying not, it's good. Not the way I teach it because the, okay. the way, the way you do it is a lot of guys slide into a chick's DMS and they're immediately like, Hey, I thought you were cute. It, like almost like, well, no, you know, that's not the way to do it. No, either. no, no. So you, the, way, <laughs> the way you, the way you slide in is um, you, you don't. So you, let's say that you, you go to add them as a friend. They, they add you back. You don't even open them right away. You just let that ride for about a week. And then when you finally do open them with a video opener, it's just an introduction. It's just like, hey, I'm your random Facebook friend. I, I just was, saw your recent post. thought I'd stop by and say hello. That's it. And it's like you get more responses with that. Responses, yeah. I would love to see the conversion rate on that. Not, you know, I'm not, I'm a little, I'm, I'm not saying, because anything works. If it's works, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, and, I'm, and I'm just wondering, I'm just, it's because it just goes against what maybe another strategy I might do. And I'm not saying it's yeah. bad again, but well, that's really interesting though, as a, as a, now using video, um, definitely conversation or later in the conversation for sure. You know, if guys do that, I like using voice, um, mm -hmm. to, to text better almost because especially depending on the level of attractiveness of the guy, like. If you're a guy who is more attractive, like you're, you're, you, you check blocks on the whatever scale of attractive, right? Doing the videos thing will work in your favor because they can see unfiltered you as that being you attractive. Mm -hmm. If your photos are not that you should ever edit yourself too, too far past how you look, but if your photos are really your best presentation, maybe you're arguably like a six which doesn't matter because you're a man, you can get hot girls. It's fine. But using the voice, what they do in their mind is they take your pictures and they imagine you as the picture saying it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so your yeah. attractive presentation in the pictures is then going to be your voice. And if you have a good voice that women find attractive too, and you know, to use your tonality, that like works really well, especially um, in the morning. If you wake up, um, yeah, and you got that, you got morning. that, yeah, that, that yeah, gra the, gravelly Thor voice. They, no, no, I, so, yeah, I've heard yeah, girls say, "Hey, uh, when you message, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard girls say that if you message, do it, send a voice message. They're like, that's not fair. Like, yeah, there's so, not much I can do against that. <laughs> so, so yeah. going to what you were saying about the conversion rate. So, um, so this method the guy who who taught it he taught it to all of us in the the, the original three percent man group that this okay. my, my podcast came out of and a, a a lot of the guys in that group started doing that because they they hated the dating apps and they uh -huh. were fucking cleaning up man they had dates all the fucking time it actually is a very effective method. interesting well that's good that's yeah. some success there i wonder if maybe just they had mental blocks against texting and getting rejected so their text game sucked but then they were better on video so they did better on video you know i it's wonder possible if that, but but one thing one thing that we, know, we one sure. thing that we noticed with it though yeah. right because all of it all of it is just like guys swapping notes right one yeah right we, exactly yeah one thing that's that what i'm doing right now like i've never yeah. done that yeah. so it's an what, interesting thing that the, the big thing about voice and vi video messages is that most guys aren't doing it. Most guys are texting. That's true. So That's very true. Just, just by doing something slightly different like that, it immediately. You stand, you stand out. Yeah, that's very true. Well, that's great, man. Like that's actually a really good point. I could see that really being effective because of that, just because you're going to stand out in the level of confidence too. to do yeah. that is pretty good. So you, yeah. you send, you send voice messages, nuke, you send voice messages. Have you ever, cause I've got, I've done this a lot too. Cause I hate mm -hmm. picking up the fucking phone, right? I hate mm -hmm. phone calls. 
So, but I love voice messages and video messages and I'll send a, a, a voice message to a chick and they'll say, nobody ever does that. Like, Oh, no one ever does that. I like your voice. Right. I, I, I used to get yeah. that a lot. It, yeah, you do get, I definitely get that. And I don't I, have I, Thor's I, voice though. I wish I had Thor's voice. That I know. I, would, I usually take, I wouldn't have any time. I yeah. would have, I would have too many girls. <laughs> if I had Thor's I'm voice. an AI machine that takes Thor's voice. Oh, you're on, and you're on mute. Thor. And use it to talk to girls and commit crimes and rob banks. So you're wanted here, by the way. I will share some field reports <laughs> on that with you uh, privately. It, it is very. <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take AI Thor's voice. I'm gonna make an AI voice thing and then use it. You know, so, I did look into that. That is possible, and I might train. Actually, that's what I was thinking. So, but, uh, yeah. Thor, in the uh, you said here, you have a, a source for women. Let's, Massive let's... source and supply of women, gentlemen. That's often overlooked, especially in rural areas. And I can validate this, and I'm sure that uh, Cappy, this would work extremely well for Cappy as well because he has game. All of you guys have game. But here's the thing. What you need to do is you need to get out. You need to meet people. But how should you do that in a rural area? Also, you need to create a social network. I'm going to give you guys the very top secret. I'm sure Paul will include this in future uh, courses. Guys, in the rural areas, there's a lot of retirees. Go to the retirement center for their social events. I'll tell you this. There's lots of hot 50-year-old women that have uh, plumped their lips, have bolt-on boobies. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to stay in competitive nature with these young women that are 25 to 35, which, by the way, most of them have daughters and nieces that are 25 to 35. And if you throw a little game on these older gals, they really enjoy it. And the next thing you know, oh, here, meet my daughter, meet my niece. She's 25. It is unbelievable the attention that you will get. And that's all I'll say. Give it a try. <laughs> I like so it. Listen, listen to Paul. I know he knows Benjamin. <laughs> he knows that would work. Yeah. <laughs> you have my curiosity now. <laughs> let's um let's go through these super chats and then we'll we'll go around the horn and, and wrap up here. Um we have John Egan with a a 99 cent super sticker. Well, Jesus Christ, could you spare it, bro? Could you, <laughs> could you, could you spare it? That's a cold ass honky. Yeah, that's uh, we have a, a 499 hexagon American. Uh, my friend is Christ pilled. 304s have made him go back to single young Catholic events in the Midwest. These are barren wastelands, brother. Like hell on earth. Yes, I'm just gonna say this earth. guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, retirement centers untapped tractor supply. Dude. Tractor yeah. supply. Yes, if you'll. There- some cute chicks at the tractor supply in Delta, Colorado. 100%. I'm just yeah, going to say working in retail, dude, in small right? towns. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo uh, night, gentlemen. Bingo night. <laughs> Bingo night. Bingo <laughs> night at the at the uh, Odd Fellows Hall. Um <laughs> Alex Patino uh Patino $5 super chat. I grew up in Colville, Utah. Good thing I joined the army right after graduation. <laughs> yes. Get the, get the hell out of here. Respect the cock and tame the cunt okay then we got we also have this one here from alex uh two dollar super chat my graduating class in colville was 76 students Jesus damn we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll give him Respect this one again too the cock um tame the cunt rusty fuel dollar 99 super chat the amish are thin horse and buggy games <laughs> Well, they have Rumspringer, dude. Like, I don't yeah, know. I've yeah. never, I've heard, never, game, never yeah. gone in that direction, but I've heard that's, that's a cold ass honky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we've got, let's see, nonstop Dre 360 with the $5 super chat. 
Great one. And Vince said Cappy's throat is so strong that he can gruggle extra chunky peanut butter. Oh, gargle. Gargle extra chunky peanut butter and can handle Michael Obama sausage. AKA Jesus Christ. Mike. Mike. Jesus. That's 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 Dre. That's Cappy's number right. one fan. Yeah. Pray, pray oh. you don't have him in your audience. Okay. This is what I get to deal with. <laughs> and then we have uh, he's uh, two dollars super chat. What do you call a rural wedding? A family reunion. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. This guy fucks. That's Am good. I right? All right. So yeah. So that's pretty much it, guys. Definitely check out the course. Especially, it, it works everywhere. So. Um, a lot of guys complain that, um, you know, all women are going for the same 20% of dudes on dating apps. It's not that hard to get in the 20%. The course will show you how to do it, how to optimize your profile, how to open, how to banter a little bit and how to fucking close quickly and get the fuck off the dating app. It teaches you how to, uh, you know, spot, uh, catfish. It teaches you how to get rid of the, 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 the time wasters and the scammers quickly how to spot them so that you you're not wasting a, a lot of time with that stuff. And, and then also I teach you how to use, you know, Facebook and Instagram to source women outside of dating apps. It's, it's, it's really effective. Definitely check it out. There's a, there's been a coupon code in the, the chat there to take it, uh, get it 25% off until next Friday. Um, let's start with Mr. Cappy, uh, who's not right now living in a, in a rural area, but uh, he, he's there half the year. Yeah, no, I'm in Vegas. Uh, yeah, nothing really going on. Uh, latest book, uh, World Without Men, an analysis of an all-female economy. That's out in all formats. And I don't think our audience really needs it, but if you're all sick and tired of like, you know, oh, we don't need you, and you're a little, if you feel a little bit sad, like, God, why, why did like, go read that book. And then you'll, if, if you, you know, question whether men have value in society, go read the book. And then the next time a girl, well, yeah, I don't need you. You give them that book, you tell them to shut the fuck up. And, uh, <laughs> and read the menu too. <laughs> and, well, the menu is, that's a separate thing. But really, I, I, I'll i tell you this, I do want to do some pushback because this, for 50 years, we've been told we're not needed. And like, who does that? Like, yeah. really, what, what mean bitches and assholes would do that as like yeah you know what here it's read delusion. this shut the yeah. fuck up send me Social a thank Marxist. you note by the way yeah yeah like well, how do you think plumbing how do you think we get like you know people wonder like on christmas and thanksgiving there's people at a power plant that have to monitor the power plant so you can light up your christmas tree yeah and those are it, men. and it ain't it ain't women i'll just tell you yeah. that it, my, it my favorite was when i was out uh parkouring with cappy and we come <laughs> we come to a we come to a, a rappelling station and there's like these fat bitches that are struggling to get down Oof. the rope. And Cappy just goes, Hey Paul, you read my book yet? And I go, yeah. And he just points at this chick. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Dude, All that right. sounds like a really good time, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was, it actually was a good time. Nuke. What's going on uh, with you, man? Uh, well, I just hit 10,000 followers on uh, X and I'm about to hit a thousand subscribers on YouTube probably in the next couple hours. So nice. thanks guys for letting me host uh, World Zero last week. That really helped. You're me, not so at a thousand that. on YouTube now. No, I thought you were already there, man. Shit. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm. Time. I'm about to hit it. Like either I've hit it just now or I'm about to. So I uh, appreciate you guys. That. Don't no, subscribe to New. Come on, subscribe yes, to New. No. Get them over. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck are you guys doing out there? You guys? <laughs> Why do you hate Nuke? 
Yeah. Um, Shame them into doing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing uh, articles and essays on Patreon. If you guys, $5 a month, you go in there and I write kind of like mindset going into dating with the right mindset and stuff like that. And maybe sharing a little nuggets of things that helped me like really specific stuff, like stuff like, Hey, if you move one County over, you're going to get boosted on Tinder. So if you have a job that takes you around the city, keep your Tinder start swipe as soon as you get into the new area. And then the algorithm will help you. And then you don't have to bitch on Twitter about Tinder sucks when you have people that are like, Hey, do it this way, bro. It helped me. So um, like, I, I like this kind of, these kind of conversations because we're like yeah we complain but then we move on to hey how can we make this yeah. a win situation for us and yeah. then take what exactly. reality is and make it the best we can right now this is going to be the year 2024 of pretending to fix and save the west and save all the social problems when in reality you can only fix yourself and maybe people that want to that are on your program in your life whether it be your children or your wife girlfriend and maybe very close people to you but in reality you have to you have to have a plan and these are the shows that guys should be watching because i bet you that this show would help and this course would help people 10 times more than just being mad at some girl 2000 miles away because she shoves cucumbers up her butt for money you know like <laughs> let's let's focus on ourselves and uh yeah so guys you, i put the link tree in the chat follow me there and uh thanks for all the support yeah man congratulations right. nuke Thank you. Oh, and Dragon Ship. (laughs) The Dragon Ship. Yeah. Oh, we got a good one today. I'm going to tell you a little story about how we come up with the Dragon Ship topic today and why it's going to be so much fun. Of course, all you guys are invited to join um, over at RP Thor or even Nuke. We're going to broadcast on everybody's. A couple years ago, I read this really interesting book. It was this one. It was written by uh, the world's only motorcycle riding, ballroom dancing, fossil hunting, mountain climbing, and now parkour expert, economist. Yeah. And this is the book, the book of numbers. And it's really interesting, uh, the return on investment for marriage and long-term relationships. And then I was just recently watching social media. And this fake social media psychologist came on <laughs> named Sadia Khan, who was talking about how to save modern marriages and eliminate divorces. And um, they got me to thinking about the market economies and why, you know, basically women and their sexuality, like Cappy says, are they a fuel of all economies throughout history? So we're going to talk about supply and demand and how you'd fix the supply and how you'd fix the demand. Uh, so we're going to talk about that on the dragon ship, what, how we're going to fix all marriages from now on and stop divorce. All right. <laughs> Straightforward because what we got to do with the supply is either eliminate it or bring the cost down. <laughs> Cappy, I love that. <laughs> I, I, the, one day when I'll give it a little bit more time, but if you pay attention to non-economic factors, men are, are in mass, but very quietly leaving this market. It's actually a phenomenon. And there's like this yes. ghost demand. Like it's, if you pay attention and look, you're like, oh my God. But if the numbers will manifest themselves here in the next couple look of Look at the price of labor now. Oh. Like getting, you have to learn how to do some plumbing now and some carpentry and some like, you know, you have yep. to. Yeah. And the thing, you know, what else is difficult too? Finding parts to fix things. Like my dishwasher needs a part and I want to find that part. It's a little small little thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how do I even find this part? You know, it's just, it's tough. 
So Cappy, you're going to love it. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about that price and how well, I got to, I have to, fixed. I have to go for a hike today, but I'll tune in later on. Yeah. Because I think it can be fixed. We're going to, we're going to chop it up about that. All right. All right. <laughs> Should be good. Paul, man, I'm so glad you were able to join us. Thanks, I, I learned appreciate so much it. from you, dude. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. I, uh, yeah, it, it's, um, I, I do, I got some things I'm doing, uh, on the DOD side, like until the summertime. So that's why I'm, I'm sort of in and out of stuff, but, um, yeah, thanks for having me and all I got going on. Really. I'll, I'll put a link in there is just get on my YouTube channel, apex mindset. Um, and I have apex inner game, which I need to put out some more edited videos there that'll happen soon and, um, free newsletter. Um, the newsletter is a lot of stuff in there that's going to help your mindset and kind of help transform, you know, what you're, um, thinking and doing to get you some better results in a lot of different areas. Dating relationships is kind of a big part of it, but it's also other things as well. You know, um, you know, I had one of my, uh, one of my guys in one of my coaching groups had, had said like, that he likes jumping on our calls, Zoom calls, and reading my email list stuff. Uh, besides there not being any spam there or anything like that, it's, it's he said it's like taking my medicine. You know, instead of like scrolling YouTube where there's a lot of divisive stuff, you know, that out there that really isn't very helpful but might stimulate the anxiety, stimulate the brain. You know what I mean? To you know, you know, fuck all women and kind of mindset stuff, right? And but it, it's, it's like, it's not that helpful, but like, if he, if you can, it's not just my stuff, but your guys stuff here as well in this panel, you know, we have, there's a number of us that are putting out useful content um, that will actually help you, you know, and it's not just complaining and stimulating the brain in a negative way. And by taking that little medicine, that medicine every day, you have a lot of counter, um, you know, counter messages out there. You have a lot of messages out there that are filtering into your brain from social media, from the way that people talk, from just your interactions every day that are going to, you know, put you in a enslaved place as a man without a better way of putting it, puts you in a poor frame for your relationship, puts you in a poor frame for your life and how you pursue your finances and you know, your, your purpose in life and, and how you pursue your physical health and all these things, you know, you, you have all these counter messages designed in one way or the other to actually make you not improve or do better. Cause that's better for the economy really. <laughs> right. Cause miserable people spend more money on garbage and, you know, you have to counteract that somehow. And so shows like rule zero email list stuff, all the different products and little things out there, whether it's someone wrote a book or whether, you know, somebody has a YouTube channel, it's like getting that little bit of medicine every day is going to counteract these negative messages out there and help you do better, you know? So that's all right. <laughs> all right. Good stuff. All right, guys, tune into the podcast Monday morning. The lovely Morgan may is returning to the podcast to talk about, She's a clown, man. She's she she's noticed that men treat her differently now that she's a brunette, and uh, she's always a hoot to talk to. Plus, she's hot. Uh, so tune in to see how you can talk to uh, a hot chick with in a non-retarded way. So definitely do that <laughs> Monday. And guys, do please check out my course. It's uh it's available now for twenty five percent off until next Friday. So please do check it out. I'll play us out with a commercial for that. And then otherwise we'll see you guys on the dragon ship.
Are you tired of swiping endlessly on dating apps with little success? Do you feel like you're missing out on opportunities to meet women in your rural community? Hi, I'm Paul Bauer. I'm a certified master life coach, and I know firsthand the struggles of dating in rural areas. After studying intersexual dynamics intensely and a boatload of practice, I developed a revolutionary online dating course for men like you. Guys who live in rural flyover country where the opportunity to meet women organically in person just isn't possible or your options are severely limited. For guys who can't move to bigger cities for whatever reason. As it turns out, there's no cold approach in the cow pasture. And you've tried dating apps, but you haven't found success. You've even tried farmers only and only found cows. There's a light at the end of the tunnel though, brother. In this course, I'll teach you how to optimize your dating profile to attract the right kind of attention. That's just the beginning. I'll also teach you a game-changing method for meeting women on social media apps like Facebook and Instagram. This method has the potential to create an abundance with women that you never thought possible. Because while not every woman is on dating apps, every single person on the planet is on social media. By the time you finish this course, you'll have the tools and strategies to close for more dates than ever before. Say goodbye to scarcity and hello to abundance in your dating life. Don't let geography hold you back any longer. Enroll in my online dating course that I'm calling No Cold Approach in the Cow Pasture and unlock the potential for love in your rural community. It's time to take control of your dating destiny. Sign up for the course today. Visit dates.comeonmanpod.com. That's dates.comeonmanpod.com.